to remain standing for the reading of the scripture, which comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 30, verses 18 through 21, and it can be found on page 1104. Hear the word of God. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion, for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. Although the Lord gives the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see them. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you. You may be seated. So the last few weeks, we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit, and we, I probably didn't cover it as well as I could have, but I wanted to cover it in a general high-level area to kind of bring it to the forefront, because I really believe that days are coming where you're going to look back and say, ah, we learned about that. Oh, look at that. That's what Pastor Phil was talking about. So I wanted to bring it forward. I believe the Lord was telling me to bring this forward so you will at least understand when you start to see things happening. But going right along with the gifts of the Spirit, we need to talk about hearing from God. Now, I know that for many people, hearing from God is difficult. Um, I know at one time I said to myself, wait a minute, God actually talks to people? I was a lot younger than I am now. Um, but I heard people saying, well, I heard God say this, or God told me this, and I'm thinking, what do you mean? Why don't I hear from God? And, you know, we all come to this realization that God speaks to us at different times in our lives. I think I was in my 20s. Yeah, I was in my 20s when I first started hearing that. And so one day... I'm coming back from church, and I'm driving down the road, and I'm just thinking in my mind, I said, God, I'm praying in my mind, I want to hear from you. If you really do speak to people, let me hear from you. Why can't I hear from you? Oh, boy, that was all he was waiting for. So how do you hear from God? Now, the, the Bible, to what we read this morning in Isaiah, he says, when he speaks, you will know essentially is what he's saying. You will know. And if I would have continued on throughout that passage, he says, you will take your detestable things and you will throw them away and say, goodbye, I never want to see you again. Because when God speaks, it's powerful. Life-changing. Powerful. But how does he do it? Well, that's what we're going to talk about for the next few weeks. Ways that you hear from God. I'll briefly give you just a couple of ways to get you started. We heard from God this morning. That's right. When you, someone reads from the Bible, or when you read the Bible, you're hearing from God. The words that are written down are for us. 
Somebody might say, oh, no, that was written for Jerusalem back when they were in the exile. Yeah, it was. But God's not a one-time God. He'll say something to somebody, and it will have future, future benefits, future relative meaning, future impact in ways we can't even imagine. The entire Bible does that. God didn't say, let there be light, and that's it. That's, that's the last time we're going to talk about let there be light. How many times do we talk about the creation? So when we read from the Bible, we are hearing from God. We're hearing from God. What's some other ways we hear from God? Okay, so one night I said to God, this is before I realized that God and Jesus were the same, one and the same. I thought that Jesus was just the Son of God, and he was just a human being. I didn't know any different. I had never been taught any different. But I heard someone say that Jesus was God. I was like, okay, God, I'm starting to get to know you a little better here. So if you really, if Jesus is you and you are Jesus and you're one and the same, you got to prove it to me somehow. So next morning, I'm driving to work, turn on the radio. Guess what? The first thing I hear, praise God for giving us his son, but not just his son, God in the flesh coming to be a man as God in the flesh. And I'm like, there you go. God spoke to me through a radio station. He speaks to us through other people. Twice today, I've had confirmation from two of my friends on things that I've been thinking about. Things that, I, that have been crossing my mind, not knowing if it was from God or not. And I hear from Ian, and then I hear from Chad, and I'm like, you guys, yes, God is speaking. He spoke through Ian, he spoke through Chad this morning to me. He speaks to us through other people. So we need to listen. Here's a third way. But in order to tell you this way, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to say, I'm not going to speak words, okay? But see if you can figure out what I'm trying to say. What was I trying to say? Come on, everybody, we're going to go out that door, right? Did anybody think that? I didn't speak a word, but I put a thought in your mind, didn't I? Because with my motions, with my hands, and my facial expressions, I'm saying, hey, we're going to go out that door right there. And if I would have, I know some of you would have got up and followed me, okay? But what if I'm, I'm walking around and I go, and I start running away? Didn't say a word, but you think, oh, well, what's on the floor there that he's scared of? Must be a snake. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even have made the expression. I'd have been gone. <laughs> Somebody else can clean that. Sorry, Chuck, that's yours. <laughs> so what I'm getting at is God puts thoughts in our minds. All of a sudden, just a thought comes to mind. Where'd that come from? Why did I think that? That might have been God. How do you know? Well, first of all, God's not going to go against the Bible. So if God's telling you something bad about a person, that's not God. That is not God. That is a different voice, a different entity that can speak to you and you can hear. And that's the last I'm going to give credit to that enemy. But when you hear positive things or things like, 
leading you, guiding you in a decision you need to make, or telling you to be nice to some person, or say something to someone, or you ask God a question, should I take this job, and you keep getting thoughts about this job, God's speaking. Are you listening? That's the question. Walked into my boss's office in, oh, I wonder what year it was, 1997, 98, something like that, and I did not want to do this. I was nervous wreck. And I walked in, and I, he was sitting there, and I said, I think God told me to tell you something. I, mean, I wasn't real close with God then, didn't really understand a whole lot, had only been going to church for about four or five years regularly. I said, I really, really, I can't stop this thought coming to mind, but I got to tell you this, and I hope it means something. And I, he goes, well, what is it? Because he's a strong Christian man. Your dreams mean something. God wants you to know your dreams mean something. He's sitting there, he's like, got his hands like this or something, he's holding the pencil, and he drops that pencil, sits back, he said, wow, really? And I said, I hope it means something. He goes, I've had a recurring dream for the last two weeks, and I don't know what it means. And I don't think I ever hear from God. And I was wondering if it was God. I said, well, sounds like it was God. And I left it at that. I didn't know what else to tell him at the time, but he heard from God by two ways. Someone speaking to him, telling him. Sometimes it's not that overt, but sometimes it's just a gentle, hey, you're talking in conversation, and they bring something up, and you're like, ooh, I asked God about that. But also, he heard from God another way that we hear from God, in our dreams. The Bible tells us that God will speak, to, speak into the ears of people while they sleep. He speaks the secrets into our ears. He speaks life into our ears while we sleep. That doesn't mean that every dream comes from God. Sometimes it's what you ate before you went to bed. Sometimes it's what's been weighing on your mind all day. Okay? But even if it's something's been weighing on your mind all day and it's, it comes out in a dream and there might be that one little section, that just a, a brief moment where someone pops in, if you remember it in the morning, write it down. I encourage all of you, get something, uh, whether it be an electronic device, a piece of paper, a notebook, pen, pencil, I don't care. Put it somewhere when you first wake up, if you remember something vividly, Write it down, because that was probably God speaking to you. Because most of the time, if it's not God speaking to you, you might remember it for a few minutes and say, oh, that was a weird dream, and then you go about your day and it's done. But if it's God, it will keep coming back. So if you have that dream and you can't let go of that, write it down, because that was probably God speaking to you. And then what do you do with it? Share it with someone. You can share it with me. Ever since that day in 1996, God has told me, and, and I finally accepted it, that he's using me to help people interpret dreams. So share it with me. If it's from God, he'll give it to me. If it's not, then I'll say, I'm sorry, I'm not getting anything. Some, take it to other people. Just be careful. Don't Google it because you'll get into all kind of mystic stuff with that. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they just say, oh, well, it was a monkey, so you must be playful. Well, no, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what it was. So just be careful with Google. 
So God speaks to us in many different ways. Some people at times even hear an audible voice. There was one time I thought I heard an audible voice, but I still don't know because I was starting to fall asleep. I had moved to this area in 1996, the day of the flood in 1996 in January, if you remember that. That was quite a day. Didn't know if I was going to be able to take my exit, listen to it on the radio. Yorkville exits closed, uh, Wheeling's closed, Martin's Ferry, you can you could get through there, but I'm like, okay, they say Tiltonsville exit's closed. I'm just going to turn around and go back to Columbus. It was open. But anyway, it was about a year after that, the attorney general's office contacted me. I know you're probably thinking, oh, why did the attorney general's office contact him? Because I used to work there. That's why. So they contacted me. They wanted me to come back. They were going to double my salary to come back. And then when I said no to that, they said, well, okay, we'll have you come in two days a week, and somehow we'll figure out a way for you to work from home. That wasn't even a thing back then. It was not a thing, but they were going to figure it out anyway. And I was going to do it. And then it, it turned into, well, I'm not going to just do two days a week. We're going to move back to Columbus. Can you imagine if I had moved back to Columbus in 1997? I wouldn't know any of you. I wouldn't know any of you. So I'm falling asleep, and I'm praying. I'm saying, God, what should I do? Should I take this job? falling asleep, and I hear, no, I mean loud. I don't know if it was outside my ear or inside my head, but it was loud. It was very loud. I didn't even have to question what that was. It sounded like my dad's voice, but I knew it was God speaking, okay? It sounded like my earthly father's voice, but I knew it was my heavenly father speaking. It was the only time I've ever had something that loud come from God. A lot of times, it's just, have you ever had a gut feeling? You know, something just doesn't feel right about this. Have you ever thought maybe that gut feeling is God speaking to you? Yeah, that's another way he speaks. So there's many, many different ways, and we will talk about some of them over the next couple of weeks. But before we go there, and before we finish, and I know we're running a little bit late today, I'm gonna, or today I'm going to cut this short, but I just want to tell you that God's speaking right now to many of you, maybe all of you, I don't know. He has been saying this to me all week, that he, the time has come to remake you, to remake you. Okay, so if you think, if you've been thinking that this week, that's God speaking to you, okay? But what do I mean by remake you? Well, I think it's different for everybody, so I can't say this is what it means, because it's going to mean something different for every single person. But do this. Ask God, are you trying to remake me? And don't even think about it. If you hear yes in your mind, don't say, oh, I said that. No, that wasn't you. When you ask God a question, he's going to answer. Or if he says no, okay. But if he's, whatever he says, yes or no, keep asking. Don't just ask once. Keep asking. It's okay to keep asking God. You know, it's funny. People think there's all, God's like this being that just, we can't ask him multiple times. We can't get mad at him. You can get mad at God. You can ask him multiple times. You can do all these things. 
because he understands who we are. So anyway, ask him, are you trying to remake me? And if the answer is yes, you know what the next question is? How? What do I do? Now, that is something we'll talk about as well, because that is, that is something I know God wants to do for many people in this church. But before we get there, I know there's doubts. I, I've tried to have God remake me in the past, and I've tried to remake myself. You just don't know. You, I'm just too old. Or I just can't do it. I've tried before. No. No. <laughs> Take that right now, because that's not from God, and we're just going to throw it out. Verse 22, what I didn't read, is that when you hear these things, you're going to take, he, he refers to gold or golden images and, and idols and such, and you're going to just cast them away. We're going to take those doubts today and just cast them away. God is not telling you that he can't remake you. He's not telling you that you're too old. He's not telling you you're not the right person. He's not telling you those things. Those are from the enemy. God is saying, I can remake you, but he won't if you don't let him. You have to let him, and he will do it, and you will see a difference. You will see a difference. I know this from experience. If you let God remake you, he will do it. I don't care what you've done in the past. He doesn't care, because his, in his mind, when Jesus died on that cross, your sins were forgiven. Period. End of story. They're, they are not, they are as far as the east is from the west. They are not afflict, afflicting you at all. They are done and over and paid for. So he can remake you. He can. What's that mean? I don't know. Again, I don't know because for some of you it may be you'll step up into a new ministry. For some of you it may be you'll have you speak, he'll, have, he'll bring you to know about things that happened to you in the past that you need to get rid of. That's, these are things that we're going to talk about in the coming weeks. So just stick with me. See, I'm trying to get you to come back to church. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> stick with me. We'll be on Facebook too. Over the next few weeks, we'll talk about this, and part of it's going to be, how is God going to remake you? Okay? So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the many ways you speak, ways that we may or may not understand, ways that we may or may not comprehend, ways that we may have just learned about today, but we know you speak, and we thank you for speaking, and and Father, in the coming weeks, we pray that you will speak to our hearts and speak to our minds and our souls and our spirits and let us know that you can and are remaking us. Teach us to hear from you. Teach us to embrace what you say. Teach us to know you more. We ask this of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.